Come get your sandwich. Listen to Jake, Finn. He only wants what's best for it's podcast time. Group on Grammar Friends. We'll talk about very distant lands. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And here we are, reviewing Adventure Time, episode one, all the way to the end. How you doing, Maddie? I am mighty fine. How are you? I am also fine. I had a wonderful day today. It's been a really long week. Just like that first week back from holidays, and I just feel like I don't even know what to do with myself, and I'm so tired. I hear you. Uh, it was my first first week back in school. Oh, yeah. Doing the college thing. Yep. It's been busy. How did that go? How is school this week? It's been good. It's been productive. What I'm an old you... man college student, so it's funny seeing <laughs> how driven I seem to be compared to some other people in class who aren't taking it as seriously because they haven't gone through the trials of adulthood yet. Yeah, that's true. So any college students listening to this, stay in school. Stay in school. Take it seriously. Don't fail your classes. Don't waste your money. Absolutely. Or your parents' money. Yeah, that's true. So? So? This week, we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 18, Dungeon. Ooh. Yeah. I'm excited for this episode because it was pretty legit. It was pretty legit. I liked it. One might say too legit. To quit? Question mark? But I am unlegit, and so I must <laughs> quit. <laughs> well, Hot Rod reference. See if anybody remembers that movie. I like that you just did that. I'm not going to lie. So, on to the episode? On to the episode. After a word from our sponsor. So, this episode was directed by Larry Leachleiter and Patrick McHale. It was written and storyboarded by Elizabeth Ido and Adam Muto. It aired on July 12th, 2010, and had 2.48 million viewers. It's insane. Wow, that is a pretty high number. It's a lot. Holy shnikes. I think that was the most so far that we've seen with uh, any of the episodes. I could be wrong, but I, I think that's... I believe you're right. Yeah. Um, on IMDB, it has an 8.3 rating, which is also pretty high as well. Yeah, that's the highest rating. It's tied with Evicted. The first Marceline episode. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's cool. So the title card of this episode shows an armored Finn and Jake standing in front of a dungeon wall that's being blown open. Inside, there are a few monsters waiting. Pretty good indicator of what's going to happen. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's pretty pretty spot on. Yeah, I mean the the title card actually this time seemed to have something to do with what is actually going to happen in the episode. Yes, it does. Except the wall's never blown open. That's by the it monsters. is not by them, but by Princess Bubblegum. That's true. It was, totally. So it's almost right. Almost. Uh, cats. <laughs> so, Princess Bubblegum flies Finn and Jake to some ruins and asks them to hammer in a bunch of danger signs, like safety signs, around the dungeon hole. She has to jet off on her swan and take care of some royal junk. Jake, in an Elvis voice, says, Whatever you want, Mama. <laughs> It was cute. And I really like the swan that she rides on, and I think that's pretty legit. Yep. Also, the sky was green. It was green. Yeah. That was awesome. So Finn and Jake hammer the signs down. Jake uses his hands as hammers, and he's like, ow, ow. <laughs> and Finn's first instinct is to check out the dungeon, so he just plunges right in. But Jake stretches his arm down and pulls him back out. Hey, wait, wait, wait. He doesn't just reach his arm down. His arm becomes a fish hook. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, and he's like reeling him in, like a, fish, a hook and reel and everything. That's awesome. Yeah. So he explains to Finn that, that 
that it's the secret entrance to the Dungeon of the Crystal Eye. He says, we shouldn't even be talking about it, because it's lunchtime. He's pretty obsessed with food at this point. I do think it's funny how they just, like, hammered in, like, a dozen safety signs, and it doesn't deter them at all from going down into this dungeon at all. Not even a little. I don't. I think they need to put, like, a net or, like, a grate or something over that hole, like, to act as a deterrent. I mean, it's, they it's are... pretty much welcoming risk. It totally is. It totally is. So anyway, um, after he says lunchtime, the words lunchtime spiral onto the screen in the Adventure Time font, like it's like a segment of the show. They do this a couple times, and we'll point them out, but it was pretty funny. And instead of a sword going through um, the title, a sport does, which was adorable, and there's an elephant sound. Yep. Finn says he's going to skip lunch and check out the dungeon and tells Jake just to catch up after he eats. And Jake says Finn doesn't have a chance of doing a solo adventure without the aid of his magic dog powers. And when he says that, he turns his hand into a bottle opener, opens up a bottle. He's like, eh, see? <laughs> see? Hmm? Hmm? And he flaps his sandwich like lips and saying, listen to Jake, Finn. He only wants what's best for it. And then he bites the sandwich. So he pretends it's screaming for help, and Jake tells Finn to come and put her out of her misery. <laughs> this was a really cute part. It is. He's, like, doing a lot of sandwich play and stuff, and it was really funny. Yeah, too bad it's morbid sandwich play. A little bit, yeah. But he was totally playing with his food, and it was cute. It was cute. It's fun. Jake's a fun guy. He can be. Finn bets that he can retrieve the crystal eye and bring it back within 11 minutes, <laughs> and he hops down the entrance. So, obviously, 11 minutes is the runtime of the show. Right. On average, so that's pretty right. funny. So the dungeon is immediately Finn's jam. He runs into monsters, treasure chests, traps, and he's like, I'm in my element! This is totally something Matt says on the regular. It is. Like, any time we're doing something that he's totally all about, he's like, I'm in my element! I almost want to start keeping notes on exclamations from the show that I say on a regular basis. Yeah, I think we should do, like, a Mattism, but really it's a Finn and Jakeism. but it's, like... It's become a Mattism. It totally has, because you say things like this all the time. Constantly. Yep. Yay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I quoted Adventure Time at one point to my little sister. This was, like, five years ago, and she's like, you know, sometimes... When you talk about something as much as you do about Adventure Time, other people kind of get sick of that show <laughs> from hearing about it from you so much. That was so rude. I... <laughs> but I was like, okay. I'll just downgrade it to subtly sneaking in quotes from it every day. Yeah, yeah. It is, it is fun, though, because I'll be watching these so far. I mean, we've talked about it before, but I watch these these episodes with Matt, and I'm like, Wow, I did not realize how much you quoted Adventure Time until we started watching all these episodes. Oh, yeah. It's embarrassing. It's actually really cute and funny. And I love it. Aw, thank you. And you can keep doing it. So he comes across a cat peeping its head out of a dark doorway, but it starts contorting it in all weird ways. It was a cute cat at first. It was. And then it turns out to be the tongue of a freaky talking blue cat. And it says, greetings, Frank, the human boy. (laughs) And Vince, like, how did you almost know my name? (laughs) The cat explained that he has approximate knowledge of many things, including that he's possibly going to kill Finn and munch on his eyeballs. Finn exclaims, you can't hurt me. I'm a radical boy on a mission for the crystal eye. So they do get out and it actually looks that like Finn is going to lose. Like he legit, like he makes some good moves and stuff, but then it gets to a point where the cat clearly is going to overpower him. Yeah, this is the first time we've seen Finn this powerless in a fight. Yeah, totally. Like, I, I just, I, I was like, whoa, dude, this is, it, it 
they made it really clear in this episode that Finn and Jake are a package deal. Yeah. Like, like, and we'll, and we'll learn and we'll understand that later, but it was just really apparent, even though at some parts you're like, oh, he's got it. And then other parts you're like, hot dog, he's going to die. Yep. Oh, and also the, uh, the cat's voice is done by Clancy Brown. Oh. Uh, returning. This is either his second or third appearance in the show. He did the, the prologue and epilogue readings in Ocean of Fear. Oh. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great voice actor. That's Obviously, awesome. he was uh, Mr. Krabs. I think every time he shows up in the show now, I'm just going to say a different mo- movie that I love him from. He's the lead prison guard in Shawshank Redemption. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Awesome actor. Yeah. But anyway. The cat is about to, like, munch on Finn, and he's, like, tearing at his shirt, and he's about to kill him, but then he smells Jake on his shirt, and he's like, oh my gosh, you have a dog? And then he freaks out, and he runs off. And Finn's annoyed that Jake's stank is the only reason <laughs> he survived the fight. He proclaims that he'll get the crystal eye on his own with his own odors. Yeah, that was really great. And he says, pressing on. And he comes across a door covered in crystals and realizes they've always gained entrance to these kinds of places with Jake's ability to form his hand into a key. So Finn tries it and he just mangles his hand up. But then he finds a crawl space leading up to the key. Like he could see it through this little tiny door and it's like hanging out there. And it appears to be floating in midair at first. And so he crawls towards and, and he starts singing a key song. But it turns out that the key is actually stuck inside a, a green cubed jelly monster. Yeah. And Finn's like grabbing for the key and says, don't flatten if you're not going to give it up. <laughs> oh, innuendos. Jesus. So he eventually gives up trying to pull the key out and reminds himself he has to just stay pumped. So he starts like jiggling and Pump like it up. doing Pump an it ambitious up. dance and he all of a sudden falls to the floor. And then he falls into this other next level of the dungeon. And he ends up in this area that looks something like Gollum's Lair in The Hobbit. Yeah, it totally. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like dark and dank, watery. Yeah. The skeletons and booty scattered around. So Finn hops down from a ledge and is halted by a tiny bucket knight, who's probably my favorite part of the episode. And he claims he can't be defeated. <laughs> so how would you describe this little guy? This little guy looks like a little tiny robot but with sharp edges. If you've ever seen the game uh, Shovel Knight, he kind of reminds me of him. I have not seen the game uh. Shovel Knight. Wait, wait, Shovel Knighty. Okay. <laughs> so Finn's like, all right, I just won't fight you. And the Bucket Knight says, no, you, you have to challenge me before gaining entrance to the door. And Finn's like, I'm not going to fight you because I'm way bigger than you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, cutie, do you know how to get to the crystal eye from here? The knight's like, well, yes, it's right through that door. So Finn sprints off after the door. And at that point, the knight's like, but but you you have to fight me. And so he dumps a bucket of water on himself because he's carrying a bucket of water, saying, just add water and exponential growth. Kind of like, you know, those like little toys you would get from the dollar store that you soak them with water. Uh huh. And then they grow really, really big. I used to get the dinosaur ones when I was a strapping young lad <laughs> at the wee age of like 26. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, anyway, he then uh, grows into a giant and chases after Finn. He tells Finn to activate his own powers so they can engage in a thrilling single combat. Single combat? Hand on hand? Hand by hand? Hand combat? Single hand combat? Well, he says thrilling single combat. Ah, gotcha. And Finn's like, uh, I don't have any powers. And he starts running away, knowing Jake would be able, if, like, he was there, he'd be able to take the guy on. And the knight does a really cool power slide and punches Finn across the dungeon. 
Finn leaps up from the punch, screaming, All aboard the knuckle train to Fist Planet! But he just goes and tries to hit this guy, but then he gets knocked back down, and he's like, But I'm in my element! So Finn gets punched through the door. Oh no! The guy is going to punch him, but he leaps through the door, and he's all messed up when, when he arrives on the other side. Yeah. He's like, well, that sucked. He's like, ah, oh, you don't have Jake, Finn, but you can still handle this. And the cat from earlier hears this, and he's up on a ledge, and now he knows that Finn is all alone. So he peeps down at Finn from the ledge and says, hey, my dinner is back, and your dog isn't with you. That's what you said, right? Jack the dog is not accompanying <laughs> you? And Finn's like, you mean Jake? And the cat's like, Jake, Jack, whatever. Yeah, he because he's approximate, he gets their names mixed up, and it's so funny. Gets the names almost right every time. Almost right. I think the other cool thing, so the the animation for this cat is really cool because it it has like the paws. Um, it's blue first off, and then and then the paws for this cat are like the the leg has a piece missing from it. Yeah, and it's, it's like really... implied line or like yeah, you know that it should attach, but there's just air there. Right. It's so cool. The I tail, thought it was really unique. Yeah, the tail like zig like comes in and out of its mm-hmm. torso. It's hard to describe how it looks, but, but it's really cool. It's really neat. So if you haven't seen this, like definitely Google it because I think it's it's really unique yeah. and and really cool animation. The artistry is is really great. Demon cat mm-hmm. is is how you'll find his name. So the cat the cat tells him he's gonna rip his heart out. Finn runs off trying to hide behind some rock formations, and the cat's like, "You can't hide from me, Jim. I know almost everything." That's something Matt would also say. I know exactly what where you might be. And he pounces behind the rock formation, but there's like two over, so it's not the rock formation that Finn is hiding behind. It's it's an approximate rock formation. <laughs> and he's like, Man, I thought you'd be behind this one. And as the cat keeps searching, Finn's huddled up, admitting he was a fool for going in solo. But then this glowing angel appears before him and starts shushing him. She says that she's his guardian angel, and that she's here to save him. Finn's like, really? She says, mm-hmm, come here, let the angel pick you up. So she flies Finn upward, mending his wounds and his clothing with her magic, asking if he wants a snack, which was so random. He's like, no, thank you. She says, I'm going to take so you- He's so polite. He is. He totally is polite. She says, I'm going to take you to the chamber of the crystal eye, where I'm going to cook you and eat your flesh. And Finn's like, what? She says, trust in your guardian angel. It was so awesome. <laughs> Her face goes grotesque. So when I first saw the guardian angel, I was like, okay, something, this is not going to go the way they think it's going to go. This is going to be a little bonkers. No, you know something weird's going to come out of it. Totally, totally. So her face is all monstrous and she like, so it's this beautiful, like shining angel, so different from the, the rest of the angel or excuse me, the rest of the dungeon. So they did a really good job of that, like dichotomy and like just it, it was beautiful anyway. And so then this beautiful angel now has this monstrous face and it is just it cracks me up. It, this this was definitely my favorite part of the whole episode. Oh, awesome. Um, And then she um, so then she's like has Finn. And she takes him, like, into the cylindrical room where there's a birdcage kind of situation. And she throws Finn into this giant cage filled with a stew. It's like this green stew or something. And Finn's like, everyone's trying to eat me up. It's probably because I'm so sweet. He is pretty sweet. (laughs) That's also another line I've used a few times. (laughs) This episode's chock full of them, I tell you. Yep. Um, The angel says, now time for little kid soup. The secret is a low flame over a long period. And so she starts this burner under the cage. Finn says, aw, that's Jake's secret, too. <laughs> like, I was getting sentimental about that as he's being cooked alive. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what is is Jake 
cooking children. <laughs> um. So anyway, he was really hoping at that at that time. Um, that Jake was to save him, and he says, oh, Jake. And then behind him, we hear, what? It turns out Jake was also captured in the dungeon and placed in the stew as well. Yeah, Jake ran into the same kinds of issues Finn did, where each obstacle had some aspect that Finn would have been better with, like choosing to fight with a sword instead of a sandwich. At one point, I, one of the challenges is they have like a, lo- a laser pointer, and <laughs> Jake keeps getting tricked by it. Which is funny because Jake's a dog, and I didn't know dogs got, like, distracted by laser pointers. Yeah, I was wondering about that, too. I was like, is that just cats, or do dogs do it, too? I, I don't know. We're going to have to put that to the test one day. So Finn and Jake shake hands in understanding, and the words, newfound respect, spiral onto the screen, like the yeah. Adventure Time logo. So they decide that they need to come up with a plan to get out of the cage, and Jake says, key hand. <laughs> Finn's like, but there's no lock. So Jake's like, okay, lock hand, <laughs> which is no help. No, not at all. So Finn says, how about carrot hand? He grabs a carrot from the stew and holds it over the flame. And once it catches fire, he hands it up to Jake, who uses the flame to burn the chain holding the cage. The cage then crashes onto the angel who is playing xylophones below. And yeah, that cracked us both up. That that was really funny. I was like, what the what? Because there's a xylophone beat behind and you're like, yeah, it's like. You know, yeah, I just think it's time. part of the normal weird music in the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Jake says if they hurry, they can still get the crystal eye and Finn can win his bet. Finn's like, you want to help me win a bet about how I can do this without you? Jake shakes his butt and says, just hop onto my powder donut, boy. So Finn hops onto Jake and they ride up the staircase to the crystal diamond or the crystal eye. And so together, Jake says, let's give this thing the friendship lift. And as they pull the crystal up, it unleashes these fiery eyeballs into the dungeon. And so they hop down and they try and fight the eyes off with some weapons that they found on the floor. But the fire from the eyes start melting the metal. And Finn says, at least if I die, it'll be with my best friend. Aww. Yeah, when he said that, it got me thinking of a line from uh, Return of the King, and I was like, oh! Oh, yeah? Yep. <laughs> when uh, Gimli says, I never thought I'd die side by side with an elf, and he says, how about with a friend? Aww. Yeah, that was adorable. I was like, oh, my, oh, I'm not crying. I just had, I'm just, there's something in both my eyes. I have allergies. <laughs> so these lasers start cutting through the eyes, and Finn and Jake find that it's Princess Bubblegum rescuing them on the back of her swan, which apparently shoots lasers. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, this swan is awesome. So Bubblegum looks pissed, and she says, get on my swan. They fly up the mantle and put the crystal back in its place, locking the fiery eyes away. PB says, I hope you learned a lesson from all this. Jake's like, uh, we learned that two heads are better than one head, and at the same time, Finn's saying, working together is better than not working together. <laughs> PB's clearly not impressed. Finn's like, uh, I learned that you were a very uh, intelligent princess. And she says, you're darn right I am. <laughs> princess Bubblegum, away! So the swan blasts a hole in the cave and flies them out to safety. Oh my gosh, this episode. This is great. So what did you think of it all in all? Um, All in all, I really liked it. I thought it was really, really clever. I always really like how when they do things like this, where there's like this ran- this token of randomness, this felt like City of Thieves. This is what this episode felt like. Yeah. Because there's so much going on. Um, I liked the the cat in it, like we mentioned before. I thought that was really clever. I really had the humor piece to it where, you know, it, it had a really good message that, hey, these two guys are here together and they're friends and they're going to be... You know, they, they're the package deal, like I said. But then also they have this element of humor um, that we missed otherwise um, outside of the sandwich piece. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What did you think about the episode? 
I also really liked it. I think episodes like this put the adventure into into Adventure Time. Because <laughs> uh, it's a very adventure episode. Like it I love the whole very... I love the whole um dungeon crawler video game vibe that you get from this one. Yeah, I mean I like this one much better than last episode with the Ice King. I thought this was a much uh, just a funner episode. Yeah, definitely. This is one I would come back to easily. Absolutely. I was actually looking f- I watched it earlier today to take notes on it and I was looking mm-hmm. forward to watching it again tonight. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I I liked it a lot, for sure. definitely on the higher half of episodes for me. I mean, I can see why it rated so high and why so many people watched it. Like, it's just a good episode. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything you didn't like? Um, things I didn't like... No, I... You know what? I I really liked it all. I liked it all. I mean, this wasn't... Okay, I know I've said this before, but this is not my favorite episode, but it definitely is in the top tier of the 18 episodes we've watched thus far. I could not agree more. Anything you didn't like? Nope, nothing. Believe me, we are getting there. There are going to be some episodes where I'm like, yeah, I could have done without this. or But uh, we haven't luckily come across too many of those yet. That's that's awesome. All right, Matt, was, where was the snail? So the snail shows up for like a split second when Finn gets plopped into the soup in the cage. I remember when it happened, you're like, did you see the snail? It's right there. Did you see it? <laughs> it just pops up out of the soup for two seconds and yeah. waves. Snail Watch, 2019. Snail Watch? <laughs> Snail Watch. So, what was your favorite line? Ooh, my favorite line was, everybody's trying to eat me up. It's probably because I'm so sweet. <laughs> I thought it would be I'm in my element. Oh, yeah, that's changing my mind to that. <laughs> I know you too well. <laughs> yes, you do. What's your favorite line? So mine wasn't an entire line. It's more of an exclamation when Finn says slaps. He does say slaps. You catch all these little exclamations. I love it so much. It's so good. Slaps. And do an impression of a character from this episode. Okay, let's see. Why, it's Frank, the human boy. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) It's the cat. It was really bad. (laughs) No, it was good. You're much better at the... Raspy voiced villains. That and also doing well any any uh voice work. Aw. Oh, nonsense. Okay, what's yours? Exponential growth. <laughs> I love how dramatic the Bucket Knight's voice was. That almost sounded like Nathan Fillion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really wouldn't be surprised if he shows up at some point in the show. There's a lot of um actors from like nerd culture that pop up every now and then. There's a lot of people from Star Trek Next Generation. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, One or two episodes coming up involve some of the cast members. Okay, Matt, so let's talk about the guests. Yes. For this episode. What did I say last week this uh, episode was going to be about? So last week, based on the name Dungeon, Mm -hmm. you guessed Princess Bubblegum is decorating her dungeon and asks Finn and Jake for their opinion. Mm -hmm. They find a secret compartment she didn't know about, and it contains a whole world filled with miniature versions of characters from Ooh. Yep. That's the whole that's the whole guess. It's a short one. Wait, wait, wait. I think I said something about how they were like living their life. Anyway, regardless, that was practically a hundred percent on. Yeah. You got I it. Mean, I'm pretty sure you just watched this episode in advance. I'm I'm pretty sure I didn't. But um <laughs> yeah, that's that was pretty good. Hey, that I mean I was there's Princess Bubblegum. I got that right. Yep. Um Finn and Jake were both in it and there were little people. <laughs> <laughs> There are some little people in this one, mm-hmm. like the Bucket Knight. 
yep, yep. <laughs> it's approximate knowledge of all things. <laughs> it was approximate. That was perfect. <laughs> well, yes and no. Yes and no. <laughs> oh, in I can't mind. wait to get to that episode. In my mind. <laughs> okay, what's okay? So let me let me refocus. Next week's episode is called The Duke. The Duke. Okay, so this is a new character that we haven't met before. Finn and Jake finish up saving a township. The Duke comes and tries to... Okay, so like he's from a neighboring township, and he wants to hire Finn and Jake to protect his kingdom, but then he tragically dies, and Finn becomes... He replaces him as the Duke, and Jake becomes Duke... Wait, what is it? Duke adjacent. And they get bored of being Dukes because, like, they can't do anything. They can't do any adventuring, which is bothersome to them. So then they decide to give it up and go back to the house. That is very similar to the plot of an episode. Is it the next episode? I don't know. (laughs) Is it further down the road? We'll find out next week. Could be. I'm excited. Good. You should be. Okay. Time for listener feedback. Listener feedback. Listener feedback. So that's officially the listener feedback theme. Just saying <laughs> yeah, it no, twice That's fast. why I did it. <laughs> okay. So we got an email from Lil Lizzie, and she said, Hi, Matt and Amy. Sorry if I spelled this wrong. My friend and I started watching Adventure Time, and she loves it a lot. I also introduced her to the podcast, and she likes it a lot, and Matt... If you do start the TV show off of Amy's guesses from episodes and you need a person to voice over any characters, email me. Once again, love you guys and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, little Lizzie. And I'm sure we'll totally need voice actors for this uh, TV show. If we ever get a cartoon show started, you're number one on our list. Number one. (laughs) Also, thank you so much for enjoying the show. We're glad that you introduced your friend to it, too. Yeah, we appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks again. Thank you, thank you. We also got a five-star review on iTunes from JJK13. Woo! And it's titled Dynamic Duo, and I'm not talking about Finn and Jake. Shortly after the series finale of Adventure Time, I was looking for a new way to revisit the series, and was lucky to stumble upon Matt and Amy's Oh My Glob podcast. They are truly dynamic and are, like, the realest podcasters I've ever listened to. <laughs> Wait, is that supposed to be Red and Lumpy Space Princess voice? I think so. So it says it in quotations, and I, I, I know it's quoting something from the show, and I just can't think of what it is. So you're going to have to follow up on that. By you, I mean uh, JJK. And it's, it also says, or and they also say, I look forward to hearing their insights into episodes, and have revisited other shows they've mentioned, including Over the Garden Wall. Keep up the great work. Thanks, JJK. We really appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much, and I'm glad that you revisited Over the Garden Wall. That's one of my favorite animated, um, I want to call it a series, ever. It was kind of a short series done on Cartoon Network with a lot mm-hmm. of people involved in Adventure Time working on it. If anybody hasn't seen it, I strongly recommend it. But yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Awesome we really review. appreciate it. If anybody else wants to leave reviews for us on iTunes, please do. It helps us get a lot of exposure. And if you want to email us, um, you can email us at ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com, and we will read your review on the air. You know it. Yeah! <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> you said try- you know it. <laughs> trying really hard to not say that anymore. You're I realize so I say it too much. You're hilarious. So you can check us out on our website at ohmyglobpodcast.wordpress.com. Yep. 
We're also... I just completely lost my place there. We're also on Facebook.com slash Podcast, Or you can hook us up on Twitter at Podcast. Matt, anything you want to plug? Nah, I got nothing to plug right now. This is pretty much the only mm, podcast we're working on regularly right now. Yeah, but we might start another one, which would be really fun. All right. Should we tell them what it might be? No, 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 no. All right. It's a secret. It is a secret. It's not great. I mean, it is great. It, it, could, be, it, could, be, it could be good. Yeah. We'll see. We're planning it out. We'll let you know. We'll let you guys know once we know what we're doing. Absolutely. Hey, guess what? What? We just finished another episode. We did finish another episode. We only have eight more left in the season. right. We've 18 down, eight to go. That's crazy town. Right. Another two months and we'll be done with season one. <laughs> when you, <coughs> excuse me, when you put it that way, it's kind of a uh, long. <laughs> Literally two months. <laughs> And we're covering one 11-minute episode each week. Yep. Maybe we should start kicking it up to two. What do you guys think? Tell us. Mm, yeah. Give us feedback. We'd love to hear what you think. Should we cover two episodes in uh, a week, or should we just stick to one? Yeah, let us know. Also, let us know if there's anything that, any segments you would like us to add to the show. Yeah, we're pretty flexible. We like doing crazy stuff, and we're uh, really enjoying doing this podcast. You know it. Okay, with that said, we will check you out next week. Yep. <laughs> I am sorry, guys. <laughs> my uh, my vocabulary seems to be a little limited tonight. It does. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, see you next time. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>